I do. <laughs> Dude, He's we are live. Dallin, what's up, man? Not much. Just hanging out. How are you guys? Doing well. Just hanging out in your car. I, I saw that you are uh, now a meme creator. Yeah, I'm a meme creator now. It just came <laughs> to me. It's too so, easy. <laughs> Wide zombie better watch out. He's uh, actually the one who made it. I sent him the idea. <laughs> oh, you didn't even make it? <laughs> <laughs> I tagged him. Uh, where, where did that come from? Like, what, what, what is, uh, what was going on with that? Uh, well, we were all in the gym and, uh, we like got the email cause it was the email about the cuts and everything. And then they said there was a new grip standard. So we we're like looking at it and I was like thinking of all the grips I've used and I'm like, I know the ones that are like super long, but I don't even use those. And then it's like, but when I jump up on the pull-up bar, all of them look like that. And right. so we're just like making a video and I was going to send it to like, I don't know, my agent, some of my buddies I know. Um, and then I was like doing my next piece and that's the meme I thought of. And I was like, <laughs> if it's, it's perfect. Yeah. I mean, so it, you, the athletes got a, the package for what to expect at the games, I guess, or what you need for checking and stuff, or was it just uh, equipment? Yeah, this one was just, I'm pretty sure they just said stuff about cuts on Saturday and then the new grip standard. So, so that's new. What, 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 what do they provide on the, the cuts? I believe it goes to the top 20 after Saturday. Top so 20 on last Saturday. Year, then. It was 30 last year, right? Yeah, no, it was 30 last year because I agreed with event. it. No, no, no. It was 30, and then they had one more event on those Saturday morning. Or was it Sunday morning? That was Because they cut ago. the 20 after the toes to bar one. Dude, so they kept 30 the whole way through. Yeah, last year it was 30. That was two years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need to watch the documentary. What are, what are your thoughts on that cut, Dallin? Uh, it doesn't affect me, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. There you go. go. Uh, yeah. So on on these grips, I mean, have you have you has anybody reached out to you from CrossFit or any other athletes? Um, um not from CrossFit, but I know, I believe. Brent and Pat are talking with them tomorrow. Like they already had a call um, planned, and I was I was like messaging Vellner and like those two are like they have the the lead on athlete and CrossFit communication. Um, so I appreciate them doing that. But I know Vellner was going to bring this up, and I know Fakowski actually caught that in the email. I think it says four inch belt, but it's actually a five inch belt in the rule book. And they did send a follow-up email on that, but there's nothing about grips. Let me ask you, was that your normal grip or did you use like somebody else's that was smaller? No, that was mine. Okay, cool. That's an extra yeah. large too. Like, what, What's crazy is that it says bear complex on the one yeah. you cannot wear. Like, like that, that could have been the same person. Right. Yeah, that's wild. So, <laughs> I would say the only ones like the only grips that would give that would be like past your fingers if your hands were straightened would be like uh maybe like the victory grip three finger ones just because yep. they're long yep. but if you put your fingers in them like what's the rule with that they don't even have anything about if there's finger holes but no one uses them anyway um but those would be the ones that would be essentially too long but i still don't think that even gives an unfair advantage they're just in the way right. almost 
Yeah. Do you do you care that there's a rule, or are you just are you upset that it's a dumb rule? Uh, so here, it's a it's a dumb rule that doesn't make sense in my opinion. And the issue with it is not so much like I think I know what they're saying with the standard. Like they don't want grips too long, but it's not cool when this is the biggest weekend of the year and this is my job. Where it's like I think I know what they mean, and then because I kind of know what I think they were saying uh i guess it was more poking fun at like did the person who decided to get this scent or like review did they like try on grips or did they they could have talked to any of us that are going to the games and been like hey what do you think about this and it would have taken 10 seconds i know everyone thought it as soon as they got the email like right like i had multiple people reach out i was like i was just talking about this i just tried this um it was like if they could have just asked us like our thoughts yeah yeah, I mean, was there, was there, I mean, it, yeah, just another photo that wasn't around the bar, but just showing like the first view of saying you just can't, you know, without gripping around the bar, you can't be longer than your finger. Yeah, it should have, yeah, it should have been like two pictures of a handout flat. One of them is short. One of them is long. Yeah. Like past the fingers. I don't think there should be a rule on this at all. I think it's dumb that they're trying to dictate how you can grip a bar, but a, a bar. Well, yeah, the rule should be grips or no grips is what it, it should be. No, I um, mean, if some people are better at cupping it and other people haven't learned how to cup it properly yet, then that's their fault. It's not hard. Yeah. yeah as long as there's no dowel, like that's been the rule forever, right? Yeah. Right. I, I don't like you're just you're overcomplicating it. Well, then where do you put where do you put the strap? Like when you when you wrap it to your wrist, like what if you put it below a wrist, like a, a wrist sleeve? Like a band, yeah. And you and you like, just move it up. Like, yeah. What does that count? Right. Like, there's understand. all these little gray. Areas. Yeah. If you just moved it up your wrist, right, and so it was longer. Like, are they gonna have some? And then it accidentally there? slides up, right? Right. Yeah. Right. During the during the event. Um, Wad Zombie, Dallin, man. Once you go down this path of making fun of HQ, there's no going back. So. <laughs> <laughs> have you been blocked by Dave Castro yet, Dallin? <laughs> uh. So, I, I mean, going back to training, though, I mean, this is crazy. Um, I guess before we do that, was there anything else in that communication from CrossFit beyond the cuts and this equipment that we don't know about yet that's, you know, other than the athletes? Yeah, I don't two main so. big, big takeaways. Yeah. Um, so how's training been going since, since semifinals? It's been a blast. I mean, we just started – what deload was like a week and a half ago. So we're starting like the final cycle where it's like touches on more volume, more sport specific work. So it's nice to have we had our little block right after semis being week one, where it was like very normal training for how we do things. Um, and now it's just very sport specific, getting outside, things for time. It's um, a blast. We have a good crew down here. How is, is it still just, is it you and Danielle doing most of the training together? Or is anybody else? with you i know that yeah. emma goes earlier yeah so emma and fee in gym sessions they're like the group before us and then it'll be like me danielle and james uh outside outside the gym um depending on what it's what it is and what we're doing we'll all do it together but yeah yeah uh what are, or, I mean, are you working on more, I guess you said outside stuff. Is it odd object things? Is it new skills? Is it just getting out and doing stuff differently than what you normally have been in the gym? 
Uh, I wouldn't say, I guess, like, we do odd objects and strongman and carries, and we've been doing a ton of skill work year-round, and so now it's more just, like, putting them into pieces. Um, but, like, the outside stuff would be, like, biking, trail running, um, field work, swimming, workouts, swimming in general. Have you heard of any uh, rumors going out there of different types of things that, you know, people are expecting? No, of you guys? That'd be nice to know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it would be. That's the, that's the age-old question. Everybody says they hear people that know of it, but yeah. nobody wants nah, to know that they know of it. I haven't got nothing. What, what if we like knew the events and we just told you like three of the events and that's legitimately what it was <laughs> like right right now and we just threw it out there live <laughs> and didn't tell anybody that we knew. It's, uh, this is uh, this so, is the announcement. We'd get so it's... much trouble. <laughs> I don't know what they would do because we're not a part of CrossFit, but yeah. it would be bad. Are you, I feel. Are you guys getting events? Because I know like what Brian friends sometimes. He don't know. I don't actually know. Don't don't, don't let him tell you he does. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Brian Friend gets some once he's on the production side, but he probably is closer to the actual like competition. Two days before that, yeah. he might know before you guys know. Yeah, I mean, you see everybody on on Instagram; they're doing rope muscle ups, they're doing you know different types of handstand, freestand, freestanding uh, handstand push ups, those types of things. But it feels like every time you see those, it's not what it actually is programmed. Yeah, it's it's like everyone has a hunch, and then it's probably something different. Although last year. I think people did pretty good guessing, like the yeah. else at the handstand, all that stuff. But yeah, how are the skills coming along? Are you? I mean, are you spending time with double under crossovers and else at the handstand press? I've been doing skill sessions every day since I uh, did not do great on them at the games. So <laughs> I've been doing this stuff since like last September, <laughs> but it's been good. Yeah, we'll say uh, that. Is you there did. anything you, you wish to see that's, like, immensely better than last year? Uh, I'd like to get back on the traverse with some dips. Um, upper yeah. body pressing, you know? You got to do the man test. Have you heard of, seen that from Kalipa? Yeah, back in the it's, day? like, what, like, one to five, then back down or something? Uh, I think it's just five down to one, but you have oh, to okay. do five, traverse, five, traverse, four, four, yeah. three, three. Uh be curious to know. I mean, have you tried that one? I haven't tried that one specifically, but we've been doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, going to semifinals, um, what was your initial reaction when you saw those workouts? Um, you know, was it pretty confident in what was programmed and, and ready to go? Or was there anything that you were maybe a little bit nervous about? Uh, no, the, those workouts were awesome. I thought they were a great blend between like what are the foundational crossfit balance accuracy like we got all that but we also had to suffer and like it was a work capacity test as well and i was just excited to see um i mean we're obviously gonna get higher skills at the games but like nothing like hung me up at all and um i felt like my fitness was in a pretty good spot so do you take any um i guess looking at your placement in semifinals, your performance, does that give you more confidence going into the games or is it more just, I feel good. And, um, you know, it's just a checkpoint in the, in the way to, you know, the part of the, part of the season, I guess. 
Yeah, I think it's definitely the checkpoint, but I did well. I beat some good dudes, so I might as well use it as some momentum, ride the wave. Like, I was not that, like, I can name a couple of spots, and I'm sure everyone can, like, where they messed up and lost a few points, but it wasn't that. Those, like, top four, top four spots probably were not mm-hmm. that far apart. It's yeah. tough. You were never outside the top ten the entire weekend. That's crazy. It was, really? That was, the, that was the goal based on, like, you think uh, that's crazy for him to be top I mean, 10 it's the just, whole week in a semifinal? I mean, Roman That's an insult, Alan. I would be insulted by that. <laughs> I, I mean, what, is. three athletes did it? It's like there me, Emma. Roman had a 23rd finish. It's like, man, it's incredible. And, and with Oh, you're the, talking about event finishes. I thought you meant yeah, no, top no, 10 no. over the whole competition. Uh, like no, from man. event no, one. No, every event, down. He, was, he was top 10. And, and I'm pretty like, sure the... The top three didn't change, like, at the end of each day. Right. I don't think so. Adler yeah. and Hopper were first and second after the first. And then, yeah. yeah. Do, do you take – I guess do you beat yourself up about those or do you just move on from, like, the mistakes? Because, um, you know, it doesn't really matter in the season, right? Like, you've, you've done fine. Obviously, you're going to have some flaws – uh, throughout the weekend, but do you ever look back on that or do you spend any time trying to think back about what you could have done better? Uh, in the moment, I'm not, I got to do the next workout, right? The next event. Um, but I definitely let things eat at me. I think it's good fuel. So I'll, I'll think about everything that happened at the last competition or two competitions ago, three, whatever it needs to be. Um, when you're, when you're training now with, with James and, and Danielle, I mean, does it get pretty intense? Like what's the atmosphere for your group? And maybe how does that compare to what Fee and Emma are doing? Like how, yeah. how different are the two different groups? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I know Fee and Emma get along really well. And so it's, um, I think they're both doing their thing. It's probably a little quieter during their session. We have James in our session, so <laughs> that just makes it louder in general. Uh, but, I mean, when we have similar stuff, there's, like, a good push. It's competitive. But when, I mean, we're all just doing our thing, it's a couple, like, hey, good work, keep going. Or, like, finishing up a workout or some intervals. And give them a little, like, come on now, something simple. But everyone's pretty focused and just doing their thing. When are you guys, are are you all going up to Madison at the same time or do you have different plans for what that looks like leading up to the games? I think Emma's getting there like a day or two before most of us. I think Danielle's on our flight like Sunday morning. Um, James and Fee are probably Sunday too, maybe Saturday. All pretty close. When is check-in? Is it on Wednesday for you guys? Uh, No, it's Monday. Monday. Okay, so have, that's early. Like, yeah, Monday check-in, and then Monday athlete dinner, I think. Do they have anything, for, do they have anything for you on Tuesday or Wednesday? Or is it just Not silence? Says. I, I I'm sure it's like fittings, testings, uh, time trials, I'm guessing. That's what I'm thinking. If they have you there that early, I wonder if that means y'all are going to do like a lot of funky stuff that you got to set up and yeah 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 yeah. that's like a little bit where you have to get fitted for things and and test test things to your sizes and all that stuff 
um, for sure. Or a like cyclocross more than, more than the norm. Cyclocross uh, time trial, something like that. I mean, it, it just I seems. I hope it's not that. I hope it's something else than that. Uh, yeah, I mean, just saying something like that, though, right? Like something to that was not part yeah. of the competition. Um, so it seems odd to have them that there that early. Yeah. So it is weird. It's uh, what's what I think is interesting is I don't remember like you remember the Carson athlete dinners like they would always have these big like. You know, it was like they would bring out some piece of equipment and Dave would have his speech and you're all going to die kind of thing. But we haven't seen that in the last few years. It's not a, been a big showcase. So did you guys have that last year? Yeah, so last year um, it was supposed to be, like, announced by the demo team. There was, like, this, like, huge thing that they were going to do. And then James got COVID or whatever. So, like, the demo team was, like, shunned from us. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, they did they did have, like – uh, boss came out and like hyped up the weekend and then hyped up this really special workout. And then they played basically clips of the demo team testing the capital. And that was what we got announced at the athlete dinner. So like there was, I think there was some of that. And I like had a feel from at least the videos I've seen from Carson dinners, um, mm -hmm. athlete dinners, but there was some of it for sure. Right. I hope they do it up again. Like make, make sort of a, a big thing out of it. Are you, are you excited or apprehensive that Dave is back in the mix. Like, cause he has a tendency to make more of a gravitas situation out of the whole thing. So do you like that or, or does it make you nervous? I, lo I love that Dave's back. I mean, that's what I grew up watching in the sport. Uh, I think I saw him as like his video or something like Boz is still doing the programming, but I think um, some things will just run smoothly just having Dave around. Maybe he has some input in the programming. Either way, I just like, I'm just excited to have him back. He's a good face um, in the sport. And I think he can pull in attention from people that might not care to look. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, go ahead, John. I think it's been confirmed that he has influenced some of the tests so far. That is all yeah, the details like, that we know. <laughs> yeah, it was he like uh, shared input or thoughts on the tests or whatever. Right. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So, uh, did you just finish up training for the day? Uh, no, I'm actually my wife's playing volleyball. Volleyball. So I was watching inside. Oh, cool, but. cool, man. Well, I appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your day. Um, good luck with the rest of the training and uh, good luck in Madison. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. All right, man. Good luck, down. See you, man. Cool, cool. Um, all right. Well, that was a. I'm on top. You're on top. I feel top like I'm usually time. on bottom. <laughs> Suck it, John. I'm going I'm to leave that alone, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If Brian was Savon, he would clip that part. <laughs> uh, I thought that was interesting. Top 20 cuts on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's breaking news for everybody. And uh, that's going to be what? Seven-ish events, eight events. I guess it'll be more than uh, that, right? It should be like nine or ten. If it's the, I mean, is it depends on when on Saturday. If it's the end of Saturday, he said the end of Saturday. Yeah, so there'll be three or four events left, I would think. Um, that that would hint to me that there might be expensive implements on the other side of the cuts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something that's way different. That that only the top twenty. If you get to get to do.
Yeah. Like Rogue makes a piece of equipment and they're like, man, we can make 20 of these. There's no way we can make 40. Um, stuff like that. Or, or something long that yeah. you'll have time for four heats. Yeah. Uh, so that'd be interesting. That's a little bit of a wrinkle. I mean, third, I, I like 30, but there's got to be something going on that they're going to cut it down to 20. I like 20. 20 seems cleaner. Half the field. <laughs> You just don't have as much fluctuation, right? Yeah, like, but you got you, you have three days to get there. I'm not saying that the, pe- the right people aren't in the top 20. It's more of like specialist there. There's a, every once in a while there's a specialist, and they can the get weirdos in, live at the bottom. They can they can get in the middle and mess up the leaderboard. Versus yeah. when you only have 20, you may lose some of those. That's fair. Um. Alyssa, what is that circle thing with the sand? That's the snail. They have plenty of those, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had 40 of those on a field at once. I don't think those no, are I think it's 20. Like, yeah, I 20? think it's 20. Yeah. No, I don't think those. No, it's just a matter of getting that many of them to Madison. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. We wanted to talk about uh, Retroactive, the documentary. Um, I know. I've watched it now twice. Um, oh, you liked it that I, much? I had to go back through and make notes. Well, yeah, I mean, I watched it with the family on Friday and I wanted to kind of go back and see if I could confirm what I felt on Friday. Right. So I went back, I rewatched Savon's podcast with Mariah. And I've heard Savon talk about it very positively. And I was like, do, do what am I missing? What, how, is there something that I'm like, I saw differently? Savon, and- I, I, I want to pause you right here because Savon has made me like, he's made me think I was insane about this. And I've gone back and forth like three times. Like, do I know what I'm talking about? Is he right? Am I wrong? So I get, I get why you watched it the second time. I need to get out more. Uh, I mean, it was on the background the second time, but I was definitely catching parts of it that I knew. Um, I think this is Chase, by the way. Who's Captain Rogers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I guess, Tyler, what was, uh, you know, you watched Hiller's video and he's like, who, who is this for? And it got me really thinking, like, Maybe not what the documentary has it's produced is, but who is who should the documentary be for? The problem is that you're asking the question. You're we're so you've that watched the not movie, answering. right? The pro the problem is that the question needs to exist instead of you not ever caring who it was for because it was good, um, but. I guess if you were, actually, if you were Mariah, explain what you're saying a little bit more, because I think we're on the exact same page, Tyler. Yeah. Um, like if it's for people to get people into CrossFit, like it needs to be more. This is what CrossFit is, and then show like what the affiliates are, and then if you want to do the game, and then like how they got to the games, and then the games. If it's for people who are already into CrossFit who watch the games. I mean, they don't want to see just another replay of what they've already watched. So, like, 
there should be so much more behind the scenes stuff that we've never seen before athlete conversation um like <laughs> moments in the back room that stuff that's what that chase just, would say that we just that we, just, that we don't know that we don't know happens you know what i mean um have y'all seen the Dubai documentary in 2019, 2018? Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. we want to see Laura Horvath walk away from acid bath when everybody else is crying. Everybody's yeah. dying on the floor. And Laura Horvath, man, that was great. I'm glad I got my legs going a little bit. Like we that's what we want to see. And it does like I feel like these documentaries fall short on both ends. Like it doesn't know what it wants to be. And it should sell hard to one side or the other. Can I say what I thought about it before we, we go forward? Then, uh, So yeah. we can just like lay it all out yeah. on the table. Um, so Savon, I think Savon wants to help row the boat. He wants to I push it forward. I support and Maya. I, I, and I get that. I totally get that. And. And I'm going to be critical in the way that I'm critical of movies, not in the way that I'm critical of HQ. Uh-oh. Well, I guess maybe in the way that I'm critical of <laughs> HQ. But movie critic here. <laughs> but like, and and if I were if I were an HQ employee, I would be like, this is a good movie. Done. Let's help row the bow forward. That the movie's already made. But I'm not in that position, right? And so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you honest feedback about it. Um, it never moved me. I, I knew all, all the things. And what was the phrase Savon used? The people who read the books never like the movies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. Okay. I read the book that year. I knew the behind the scenes. I, stuff. Completely. I, knew. I love Harry Potter. Right. I, I, I didn't think yeah. it was a great analogy, but I got what he was saying, but I knew, I read the book and I was like, dude, there was so much, I think they made a movie and they were like, good job. We made a movie, but you're like, it's not good enough to just make one. Like Hiller was saying, you have a franchise running now. You can't just make the same thing over and over again. And to be honest, you didn't make the same thing over. You did. It was obvious to me. They scrambled and just did it during the games. We don't want to see what's at the games at the X games. You see backstory, what's going on in their personal life, what's going on. Like that's why the Froning movie is so great. It's because you saw backstories that we don't care about what the athlete did on the field, really. Honestly, if they did what, what they did in 2008, what Sevon did in 2008, I know he picked the wrong people, but you could just pick five people and follow them throughout the whole thing. Uh, and like, I think it would be amazing. And then you just pick, and like, obviously, you pick like two top guys and then two mid tier guys. You know, like, obviously, Colton would probably be one of those guys, right? Mertens. Right. But, and then, you know, a freaking Arthur Semenov or something. You know what I mean? Like a guy that's not going to do very good. But you have a range, a range of people. You know, maybe that 38th guy is hilarious. Or maybe he's like, I'm pretty good at this one, and I know I suck at everything else. I'm going to burn the house down to see what happens. Like that, right. that's so much fun, even if it doesn't work out, right? And he sucks at that too. It's so much fun just to see the mindset go like a different mindset go into different events and like you could pick four women four guys and just follow them the whole year and i think it would make a way better movie um, you, right like they did in 2008. you know what's interesting about what what you're saying here john is who's the movie you can tie together the the idea that you just laid out and the idea of who is the movie for 
I think the actually who the movie is for, it could be the people who are fans of the sport, but it's actually for the athletes who are on top and coming up. So we want to see the people who dominate, and then we want to see the people who barely have a chance and they might make it. So you I want to see you pick a couple bubble asses. Yeah. You know, and then maybe they're on the bubble of the top 20. Maybe they're on the bubble of the semifinals. But like like James Spray. James Spray barely made semifinals. Or like he made yeah. it and we didn't well, he made it comfortably, but we didn't think he was going to based on the events. Yeah. And then he has he has a good shot to be top 20 because he's a home run hitter. You know, he gets a couple good events in the first two days. He's got a shot to be in the top 20. You could follow him the whole thing, and I think it'd be it'd be amazing. You've got yeah, two there's... bubble athletes, two uh, on the top athletes, and then I'm like, and just follow them. Yeah, you got two problems. Um, first, with what Julian here says that Talking Elite Fitness had Mariah on. She said she had a three-week notice beforehand to film this documentary. You don't That's not enough time. It. You so, don't, I, and I agree, John. I That's where you say, I'm not making this film. You want me to put out trash? No, I'm not doing that. And then she said she was on a shoestring budget on top of that, right? Like, or, yeah. Mariah, find one person, one athlete, one guy and girl, and then just follow those people around for the last first, you know, three weeks and on. I remember uh, JR called me before crash. And don't have time. it as a CrossFit Games documentary. Just say, right. like, you know, this name slash this name, the games. The games. You know what I mean? JR, <laughs> JR called me before crash last year. And it was, we had been, I think um, we were talking about putting cameras up. And so people could see the live stream. And I was like, what are you thinking? Cause we hadn't done Zellos games yet. And we sort of didn't know how to do it. And we were talking about like maybe trying to run it through Savon's channel and doing stuff. And I, it was, it was late. Like we only had a week or maybe a week and a half left to be able to do it. And he said, what do you think? And I was like, if you're not going to do it good, don't do it because then you're just going to have a nest cam that looks like shit. And I'm not saying that this movie was a nest cam that looked like shit, but it was like, they just did it. Uh, yeah. Can I comment on, uh, on Chase's latest comment? She didn't have enough time. <laughs> no, no, no. Miles to Madison. Oh, that one. Like I think you, I think you're saying like they followed the athletes in miles to Madison. They didn't. Yeah. They had one 20 minute thing on three athletes, and then they had a 20 minute thing on three different athletes. And then road to the games is yeah. probably what he's talking like, about. Yeah. Well, no, he's talking about miles yeah. to Madison because they oh, they yeah. did their own version of it was road check to the in. Game. Yeah, it was checking um, in. But it it it's it's not, it's not the same. Um, and I'm talking about staying with the people, not three new people. Like, if you're going to make a yeah. documentary, not a YouTube series, that's way different. Yeah, yeah that's, right. That, that gets back to who's it for. And, you know, I, I also, in between watching that, I also went and watched the 2017 Games documentary to see, did I have the same feels? Did I, how, how was it different? And I'll say it was significantly different from the, the, I guess what the purpose was like, it felt like the 2017 games redeemed in was it redeemed and dominant or something like that. Redeemed and dominant. Yeah. It, it was almost like it was trying to get you pumped up for the upcoming games. Mm -hmm. Like everything was like focused on how badass these athletes are. 
little bit less on the storytelling. There definitely was, right? Like how the, how the, the competition's unfolding. But you just came out of that feeling like amped up to go work out, like kind of had that kind yeah. of feeling of that. This was a, uh, almost like it was just telling a story of here's what happened to the games. And when you hear Mariah talk on Savon's show, she said that they actually got input from the athletes. Right. And so like they didn't include stuff from Roman talking about, it sounds like what talking about Russia. Tia had some input on what she didn't want to have brought in. CrossFit had two different layers of, of input. I just wonder how much they were handcuffed of what it looked like before everybody started taking their bits and pieces out. Like Cross asked them to take this about over working too much, right? Because it would have given the impression that CrossFit's unsafe. But that is what would make that really a great segment, right? Like they right. talked about it for a minute and it was really interesting. Like Mal basically put herself in, gave herself bronchitis from working out so damn hard. Like give what you're saying is they, they sanitized it. They, t- they took all yes. the life out of it and just, well, put- I mean that, I feel like that is anti CrossFit character. You know what I mean? It's, like it's the, that new is CrossFit the opposite character. of what CrossFit used was. to be. Exactly. And it was better back then. You know, bring back puking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I these, this is, the- is not a woke thing. Woke people can't do CrossFit. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> because it's freaking hard work. All right. And like, you, yeah. I don't think you should sanitize or clean up anything. I, I, I think you should make it as raw as possible. Yeah, uh, that that's yeah. right. Raw from the man on bottom. And, uh, I'm about to come on top in a minute. I'm gonna go over his pants and make put me on top. Oh, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, Tyler. I mean, if and I, I tried to watch it the second time, and I was trying to step back. Like, if I wasn't in CrossFit, would I understand what's going on? No. That that's yeah, like I see what they're trying to do at the beginning at the end. Like they tied in the affiliates, they tie in you can't do both. And that that yeah. But it was tying in like you know, they're at the affiliates, they do this type of stuff, and at the very end it's like you know, these people identify as athletes and they do the same workouts and they can understand what these athletes are doing. I, I see what they're trying to do that. If you are a non crossfitter and you watch it and then you realize, Oh, well they're doing the same stuff at the affiliate as they're kind of doing on the games. I, I don't know. Like I see what they're trying to do, right? Like it's an attempt yeah, to do it. I disagree that it should be built like that. They're not doing that at the affiliates. Yeah. The games people are not the regular people at the affiliates. They're way, way different people. Me and Tyler go play pickup basketball at the YMCA. We are not the NBA basketball players. I, I don't. That's how terrible you know, I am. Like but if, I get your point. If a freaking G League team came to the Y and played me and Tyler, we would get owned. We It would be a different sport that we are playing because mm. we're not as good as them. They're the, the elite of the elite. They can do stuff we cannot do. That's what the games is versus the affiliates. They should be two separate things. 
Yeah. C. Hill, he started CrossFit because of the fittest in Dubai documentary. These last two gave me nothing. Yep. Those definitely, those pot, those things drew so many people in, right? And it was the constant creation of things. And what I felt like you can't put everything into the into the documentary, right? But I think about if I'm trying to attract people to watch the games next month, what do I want them to come out of? You know, like the capital is made because of Rebecca Fusilay, right? Like, yes, it was, it it did remind me back of when Haley was struggling on those last few steps. And there's some stuff there that's pretty good, but Rebecca was on the steps like that drew it in that showed the community and you showed her walking up the steps, but didn't mention her. Right. Um, you didn't show the sandbag it to the heaviest ladder for Danny or the four guys. Like you just focused on the podium. And while you can't do everything, you can't highlight every single winner of everything. I feel like a couple of those moments needed to be. Oh yeah. I thought the same thing when they didn't show Brent, like kind of having fun during the sandbag event, he was like, he was having a good time. Like he was really trying, but like he was joking around with other athletes and stuff. And how do you not show like Brent getting the, almost getting the 340, 350? Yeah. 340? Yeah. 350. Whatever it was. He got 340. He needed 350. Yeah. 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 How, do you, how do you not show him almost getting that? And then somebody needs to be in the back being like, Brent, why did you not just get that? What did you, what happened? It, and uh, it, then like his answer to that question, you know what I mean? That's what I want. I'm like, why and, did y'all just slow down, man? Like, tell me what happened. And I want him to say, I don't know, man. I effed up. It would have been crazy. You know what well, I mean? Like, that's, that's what I want to see. That's where I know we keep in, in Savon's, I think, trying to get to that. It goes back to the behind the behind the scenes. Added so much of that context that the documentary didn't have to try to do any of that. Right. Right. Like you got both. You got that type of discussion you got you know because savant would be right there and, and brent be like what are you what, what was going through your mind what, like, what happened right you, you, and you didn't need that from the documentary and you could focus on telling the story of the competition and who won right but i felt like it, it needed to try to do both because there was nothing else there at the games this is the only thing that's going to capture what happened at last year's games and I mean, I, I think I, I personally like seeing the interaction between Matt and Mal. I thought that was pretty cool. Like how they interacted. Uh, some of those things you don't see normally. Um, but again, that would have been cap- that could have been captured on a behind the scenes documentary even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, uh, I mean, do you, I guess going to the actual documentary itself, like, Tyler, do you think it did Ricky justice? Like, did you? I I was like, guys, just drop it. Like, it was the fiddle they just kept playing. And it's like, nobody wants to hear this anymore. Move on. Yeah, he did drugs. And it's like, but they brought it up. Like, I was like, you've brought this up an awkward amount of times. How many, like, he did drugs. I was like, we had a whole thing about it. There's a whole movie about it. There's a whole movie about it. Like. It was and... better than this one. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, why are they, they just keep throwing. And I was like, do you want us to 
like it, it be synonymous. Like he's redeemed. Leave him alone. I think it was six years ago. Right. I yeah. really think about that. Yeah. True. And like he's a likable dude. Like interview him about other stuff. You know, build his character. You guys are not building his character. You're just like, oh, this dude that did drugs and he's from Australia. I'm crazy. And <laughs> that's it. It's like, man, we know nothing about we want to attach ourselves. Like I'm big on the I think people say, Oh, I wanna, you know, I wanna go to the gym and, and be around people that are like me. And, and it's like, no, you want you want a hero. We loved Rich because he was a hero. I know John didn't, but everybody else did. <laughs> he was he was the every man. He came out of the ten, out of Tennessee, just played division, you know, two baseball or whatever. Not not really a big deal. And he's just like he morphed himself into a champion, right? And it's like, oh, maybe I can do that. And then you see like his life struggles and different things. And it's like we want to we want to feel sympathetic with these people and know that they're superhuman all at the same time. And you didn't do any of that for us. You did with Roman a little bit. Yeah. But with Rick, you just, you just kicked him down in the dirt again. It's like, Oh, you dirty cheater. And it's like, there was that moment with Pat where he's like, we just, you know, if he's, if he's still, you know, if he's clean <laughs> and it was like, that was kind of, that was the nice like little thing, but it was like one little moment out of yeah. two hours. Or and out of anybody hour. that's allowed to say that I will give Pat a pass. <laughs> yeah. Pat right? gets a pass. But, but Pat has a reason not to like Ricky or hold a grudge. Uh, and yeah. I don't think anybody else does. I really don't. I, uh, I don't Rick, I think Ricky is one of the hardest workers out of out of everybody in the games. Just just who puts in the most hard work? I might put him number one as far as the amount he's willing to go into the darkest of places over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, I mean, he I, did. You have to respect somebody like that. You get kicked out of the sport and you come back and you're still a, a podium finisher. What? Like yeah. you're that dedicated to this that you did that. Like that's the story, not you did drugs. Yeah, he could have gone. He could have left and gone. In 2017, absolutely, the stories you did drugs. Yeah, but but, but not now. I not now. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100. Uh, Alyssa, did you like Tia more or less after this stock, Tyler? I liked her the same, but I like her. <laughs> I knew I knew that was in her. Like I've seen that, I've seen those bits of her before. And so it's like that there was nothing surprising in the movie to me. She got she got a little upset with with Shane. And it's like, yeah, that's what happens when you have the world's fittest person of all time. Like she's gonna snap on you. And, and yeah, yeah. There was there was a monologue that I I thought was a little weird. It was like she she was saying that like no one is better than me. She got a little cocky. And I was like, I think eh, I like a little humility in my champ. It was definitely the two sides. Like you she Matt started has humility. He, he didn't he, express it that same way. Yeah. It's a little different. He, he, he like said, I, he said, I quote Matt Fraser. I want you to be the fittest you've ever been because that's going to make this win that much sweeter. Right. right, but like, he, that was different. He though. was almost he was almost egging you on into trying to beat him. He he was like one. He was like, I want you to to come into the fire with me. She was like, 
you can't come into the fire with me. I'm on a whole different, I'm on a different sun compared to the fire you're in. Is she not on a different sun? I, you don't say it. I you think when you're actually, I think when you're actually on the different sun, you could say it. If you're on your way, you can't say it. I, you can say it. But like Justin can't off. say I'm on a different level because he's not. <laughs> right. All right. He's just the best at executing at the current level that everybody is at. Tia is on a different level. Hundred percent. I, I think to be to win six times in a row, you have to have that attitude. And and I I don't know. All we know is that we know that small clip of what she said. We don't know what it was in the, in the right five yes. minutes before and after, right? Um, but she went from that, right? Like, doesn't matter. You guys can't compete with me. To near the end, like she showed some vulnerability with Sh with Shane. It was like near tears at the end, right before the last event. And so, like, it showed more human side on that piece of it. Um, it, it just was such a dichotomy of like, I'm tough. Nobody can compete with me. I'm the best ever to yeah. showing like some emotion, uh, which I did like, I mean, that was, that was good to see. Guys. Do you think, what place do you think Tia would be if she was in the men's field? I, I've thought about this. A little Same bit. weight. So like, she's going to be last place in the clean and jerk. She's going to clean and jerk 270 and be last place. She's gonna be last place in the snatch. Any ladder, she's probably gonna be last place. Like you have to think anything, she'd probably be okay weight cycling. Like I don't think she gets last with 135 cycling in a workout. What place do you think she gets? All the cardio events, she probably still wins. I think she's or, taller than or gets top five. Yeah. Yeah, she's going ocean swim, like anything swimming, she's probably still gonna win. You know what I mean? Like, you think she can make the top 20? And the men's field. <laughs> I think I think twenty five is safe. I would say between between maybe fifteen and twenty five. That's. I wish we could do that experiment. That would be a neat experiment. She should, um, take, I, she should take that as a challenge. Tia, if you're listening, I know you're an avid barbell spin listener. Uh, been the, she's, she's been, been on the show before. Faithful listeners. Uh, her and Shane watch every Wednesday at six thirty uh, yeah. Central. Um, when you come back from having a baby, instead of winning again, you should just do the men's <laughs> field and just see and just just see what happens. It would be so much fun. So I'll say I want to so, I want to go back to the the the, the technically under the rules she'd be allowed to. She could call her Tim Toomey. Tim Toomey. Shane would be gay for a year. Um, I want to go back to the thing about her. So why do we like Michael Jordan, but no one likes LeBron? I like it's LeBron. A, I'm a LeBron guy. Of course yeah. you do. You yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> It's because there's humility, even though Michael's the best. But LeBron says he's the best, and Michael doesn't. Okay. That's my feeling on that. Go ahead, Spin. So, she she deserves to be cocky. People stay comparing her to people who've accomplished absolutely nothing, spent all offseason saying Mal is going to beat her. She's the best. I'll give her that. It's just how you present yourself. Um, yeah. Uh, so I mean, that know. attitude and personality made the second place woman say, I don't want to do the games again. Uh, I don't know if that's it, but the, the sole purpose. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Bruce, you got to go back, man. <laughs> what is with you all every week? 15, 20 minutes. 
they're in and out and then uh it's yeah, the first thing of the podcast john and tyler show after that um it sounds like there's not gonna be anything in 23 is that uh, a, a film yeah or at least at least they're not contracting mariah to do it for them that's a sad state of affairs i hope you're wrong if it's with if it's not with mariah oh okay i don't it's not that i don't want mariah to do it i I would love if she did it. And I'm sympathetic towards her position. I, I've been rough about it. I am sim- sympathetic towards what Mariah did. I wouldn't have made the choice to make it. I also understand why she made the choice to make the film. But if we don't have a film in 23, like that's almost more sad than I think, um, having a bad one. I think this is the year where we just need to make a Patrick Wellner film. And when he wins, we can title it. <laughs> We can title it The Old Guard Strikes Back. All in three? No, no, The Old Guard Strikes Back. We play on on Star Wars. It's been all about the young young bucks lately, right? And then when he wins and then retires and walks into the sunset, um, that'll be the Patrick Vellner film. He stumbles into the sunset on his terrible knees. and (laughs) (laughs) I can't say swims into the sunset because he might drown. Right. You know, as he trips into the sunset, because inevitably something was in the way. You see a plate rolling around <laughs> in the back. Yeah, uh, I mean, if you guys have not watched it, I, I, I definitely say you should. Like, as fans, yeah, yeah, like as a fan of CrossFit, like I think you do pick up some stuff. Like there are tidbits in there that are are good to hear. I think you do learn a little bit of some of the, you know nuances of roman a little bit of tia um I, I did like justin's demeanor like the way his attitude was and some of those events where he came from behind like it showed a little bit more of that mindset which i think was good um so yeah i i think you guys should watch it if you haven't um but it's like hyping up some blockbuster movie you're probably not going to go leaving going that was better than i expected right like mm-hmm. um so like hiller said i mean if you're a fast and the furious fan you probably went and saw the 18th fast and the furious even though it's the same thing yeah right and that that's something that i thought about too because they have they know they're going to make a couple million off of this right they know they have the 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 fan base to just you can put out a terrible product and still make a few million mm-hmm. uh which kind of blows but i mean i don't know i i just think yeah. that's a point worth making is they just put out product because they can i think yeah. we should go ask boz if we can do the games a week before the games all of the analysts and just call it the analyst games and Sevon will film it and it'll be a bunch of average guys. Brian, you can just do it, right? Tyler's gonna probably win the handstand push-up event. Um, and like all we all do the all the analysts get capped. Do, do the game. <laughs> I'm not getting capped, man. Uh, all the analysts do the uh, game. The first the first event you'll get capped, and then you'll be fine after that. Yeah, right. Listen, <laughs> the, the swim event, I'm probably gonna be last. In. But after that, I uh, I uh, you know I should be all right. <laughs> I don't want uh, to go against Jr. Is the problem? I don't oh, want to look stupid. He don't count. He don't. Yeah. <laughs> Jr. Would probably win. If we're being honest, Jr. would probably win because yeah. I'm only beating him if it involves weights. <laughs> I can't be. I can't beat him in anything else. All right. Uh, 
next up, um, last week I asked the question, who is the best CrossFit, CrossFit athlete to have never qualified for the CrossFit games as an individual? Andrea Nisler. And then Tyler got slapped around a little bit by. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. So we wanted, we're not going to do a top five list this week, but we did want to bring up a few names that were either in the comments or, or not, and kind of give a reason, go down maybe a little bit of memory lane of, of who they were and, and why we think, uh, you know, those are the best athletes who have never qualified as an individual. Um, Tyler, I'll have you go first since you also don't like to follow the rules. We're going to start at the bottom of the top. You you pick. Bottom. Bottom. So my number, my second pick, we, we pick one male and one female, but my overall, my second pick was Taylor. Taylor Self. Um, and because on the stats that I keep on my own, um, regardless of the legitimacy, if you listen to John, um, Taylor is still ranked, even though he hasn't competed. He was so good back then that he's he's still ranked amongst the highest. He's still in like the top thirty, I think. He was if people so. People don't know good. how fit Taylor is. They should go watch Wadapalooza the year he competed at Wadapalooza because I mean that kind of shows his abilities. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. The syndicate. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, uh, he withdrew that year, and I was so bummed um, that he withdrew because that's when his knee uh, gave out basically before the syndicate and then the Grand Games. That was such a close call. Yeah. And, man, he's so good at games stuff too. Like he's a good all-around athlete, and that's why I want to see him at the games is because once he's there, he's going to do really well. But the getting there is the hard part. Yeah. And so, man, it's just – He's an athlete, and and then his story's great, um, and and it's only going to get better. Like if he makes it next year, like it'll be an amazing story. And if Will doesn't make that documentary, I'm gonna slap him in the face. So yeah, Taylor yeah. Taylor's an amazing athlete. Got got some inside knowledge, and he was injured at Wadapalooza that year and could barely yeah. squat, and still did really still did really great. Well. Yeah. yeah, and then the title documentary can be Believe in Yourself. <laughs> 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 from from drugs to the fittest on earth all right when, when will does that he you you uh you get some uh credits for the for the title You're telling now. me that's not a good title that's that's pretty good <laughs> is it not uh, uh savon will he ever come back yeah he'll he's he's on the way back i think so mm -hmm. he's, he's got a super knee now yeah uh all right john I think my first one was uh, I'll go with my guy since since we you went with your guy first was Mitch Bernard. Um, if people don't probably don't know who that guy is, it's kind of like I mean he's Nick Forey was a little bit more in the past, but uh, he's kind of like Nick Forey. Uh, yeah, he was so good at a lot of different things, um, specifically like body weight stuff. Uh, they had. I mean, I think he's done 50 strict handstand pushups in a row, like faster than Dan Bailey can. Um, like, like a lot of the stuff that Dan Bailey was really good at, Mitch was really good at. Um, that type of like short man just can just blow through any type of gymnastic. And he was pretty darn strong. Um, there was just something like a lot of times um, 
Yeah, and you have to go back and watch the region, the regionals back when Fakowski was competing. I would say uh, 14 through yeah, like here you 16. Go. Yeah, 13 mm. through 13, 14, 15. And like the placements don't do it justice. Go back and watch these years. He would be in first place for like four events. And then he just would have two just catastrophic events that mm-hmm. just something terrible would happen to him. And, um, and then it would shoot him down. He never made it. But like, it's like, again, it's not that he barely missed. It's that like he was in a, he, I'm telling you, he was beating the brakes yeah. off of everybody. And then he would just, uh, yeah, took 31st in one event. That was when a field of 40. <laughs> yeah. I thought, uh, I thought about Nick Forey actually when I was, when I was thinking about this, cause he got robbed basically every year. Cause he was, well, in the Central he, East. he just needed to move. Yeah, and he was, was really that, terrible. That's who. That's who I had as my guy. Um, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at that Central East ninth, sixth, seventh, sixth, and if so you go top three, though, yeah. technically he wasn't very close to you. But like, yeah, well, he, he would be first in multiple regions. Look right? at the Central East: Froning, Panchik, Morad, Holmberg, Hendren, um, Sasser Sasser. was a beast. He beat Sanders. Ring. I mean. Same. Um, in 2013, uh, yeah, he was behind Froning, Hendrick, Bailey, Holmberg, Hendren. About I mean, one point. <laughs> yeah, one freaking point. So, I mean, that dude was always there. If he was in any other region, maybe other than California, maybe. Like, yeah, he was, he was what's there. funny about him, uh, like, he would lose in the last event. He would be well, in a great place, and then and then all the other guys would do great in that last event, and he would not. He That's blew that I, rope climb in 2014. Look, Hendren's first and eighth. That I mean, that was one of yeah. your comebacks, right? Your greatest yeah. events. Hendren pulled off a, one of yeah. the greatest events to beat Nick Forey. Like he'd have a bunch of stuff like that happen to him. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, he. I mean, th- th- was it 2014? that like all everybody in the central East got top 10. Yeah. Right. Like I think 13 it, was the same way. It basically. Um, so, I mean, yeah, he was just one of those guys. You talk about uneven fields in semifinals. Like this is central East was a whole other level compared to a lot. Oh, it was of a games. It was a games amongst itself. I was there in 2014 and it was like, I didn't realize what I was watching at the time. It was, it was amazing. Um, yeah, I, I love the quote from him too of behind the only four documentary of that yeah. weekend. And they were like, you know, he's like, okay, what do you got to do to win? And he's like, I think I can, if I grease the barbells, put grease on them. <laughs> he was just like, I'm <laughs> I can't make it. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty uh, sure uh, there's I, one of the years, like all of his scores would have beaten every like all the south whoever won the yeah. south whoever yeah. won the south would have beaten all of them all every single event he beat the winner of the south and it's just yeah. it's just it's where you live yeah imagine yeah. imagine if i was that close two years in a row and i know rich and graham and scott ain't going anywhere i think i'm just you know i'm trying to rig the system i'm pulling a bailey rail my parents live in texas uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing something i'm doing something well, but day. back then, back then there wasn't any money in it, man. And it was like, do I want to move? If he cares here? that much, I would. I've tried to move. 
what what year was it where everybody started moving like all over the world? Oh, was that fifteen or fourteen? Fifteen. 15's rattling in my brain. I bet it's fifteen. With the super teams? No, it wasn't that because it was it was still it's going like to like it was going to Asia. Um, yeah, yeah. Then like Green moved to a bunch moved to Africa. Yeah, Asia. You got Eric Carmody went over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bogard. I mean, it was like Mogar's from Amsterdam, though, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, he's not super out of the way. Not super out of the way, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was like let's just move across the world. I know some others did too. Um, I forgot about Miko Arumpa. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, moving to say Texas instead of being living in wherever he was, Tennessee or whatever. Um, yeah, would have been much much better for Nick. Tennessee or uh, Texas alone. Yeah, that the yeah. South was. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, who did you have up next? Number one, Adrian Nizzler. I'm sticking with that pick, even though I got murdered in the comments. So, <laughs> for those who don't know, Adrian Nizzler did go to the games in 2020. How do you say her last name? Nizzler. Okay. How did you think I said it? You're, you're saying it with a Z. <laughs> Nizzler. Yeah. How you say, how you say uh, what's the red fruit that's sour? Raspberry? Twizzlers? Raspberries. But you just oh, said raspberry. it with a Z. It's different. Not an S. Raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> Names and fruit are very different. <laughs> anyway, Andrea Nistler. Um, she got <laughs> <laughs> like a lips now. <laughs> Andrea. She did make it in 2020, sort of. And even she said this in the comments, it counts and doesn't count. I don't want to, I don't want to shit on her. I, it still was great that um, the 2020, I discount it as an a- analyst. Like anytime I do analytics for the sport, I throw 2020 out. It's, it's garbage comparing to the other ones. Um, yeah. But on my personal stats that I keep, she, she continued to rank in the top 10 after that year like she was she was just always right there she did good at Wadapalooza. she did good in all the off-season competitions she showed up for um i i'm really bummed out we never saw her on a games field doing different weird events um i know she doesn't like doing individual but i the sport really missed out not seeing her on the field i think i think she's a great athlete i mean look at her open performance it's crazy yeah the last it's four the, years, it's the open. Still, still, dude, you can top, top. If, if she didn't back it up on the teams going forward, like that's one thing. But for her to be on the biggest stage of the games on I mean, a team y'all, and y'all you know, dominate to the open, Tola was second in the open. Okay, if Tola, Tola, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> that's different. The open means nothing. This Taylor Watkins is a weird dude. <laughs> uh, John, you have uh, Andrea Nizzler's Andrea's teammate. teammate. Yeah, yeah, Taylor uh, Williamson. Um, <laughs> Screw you guys. Essentially, essentially I, I, mean, I, I agree with Tyler. Uh, Nis, I think Nizzler is the pick if you don't count 2020. Yeah, um, but if you do count 2020, I would say this is the second best female that's never done the CrossFit Games. Or I, I, what's funny, it's not even that they have missed out; 
They just didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they, both of them, they, I mean, they love working together, working out together, but they both have dominated the women's field on the teams for since 2016, since they started. Um, back in when they were on OC3, everybody mm-hmm. knew they were the best women. Their men just couldn't compete with um, Mayhem's men. Right. Um, the OC3, their women were the best women out of everybody. Um, mm-hmm. and, and they and still beat they, them in, they still beat them in Rogue. The yeah, yeah. And then they jumped on the bandwagon and went to Mayhem. And um, <laughs> then they jumped on a different wagon and went to Proven. Um, so, but yeah, I say Taylor Williamson. Um, if you look at her and she, what I like about Taylor, she has certain things that she's freaky at. That like uh, bigger girls tend to be freaky at, like the biking and holding on to bags and just strong women stuff. And she does all of the rogue challenges and wins like every wins. single rogue challenge, like the 50 cal echo for time. I think she did it in like 54 seconds, 50 cows in the echo bike. Something, yeah. something. Her, her sandbag was even more impressive. And yeah, she held it forever. Um, any, anyway. But like she does all of the road challenges and she wins almost all of them. Um, so I would say I say Taylor Williamson. She did fifty calories in a minute eight. Minute eight. Dang, I went over about that. And and then she held on to the sandbag for nineteen minutes and four seconds. And how? What was the sandbag? Uh, so one fifty uh, or one hundred. I feel like it's probably. I don't. 100. I don't remember. One fifty would be. One fifty is a hundred and fifty wow. pound bag for nineteen minutes and four seconds. That's what do you do? And what's funny you just turn is, a like, yes, on yes, and... she's a, What's funny is, like, yes, she is a bigger girl. She's not bigger than me. No. You know what I mean? No. And did you hold a bag for nineteen minutes? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I don't think I could hold a hundred pound bag for nineteen minutes. I, I just. <laughs> I don't know if I could stand in one spot for 19 minutes. My, <laughs> right. my back would start. Just get my bored. back hurts. My like I'm hurting at the end of the uh, songs at church. Like I pray there's only two songs because if there's three songs, I'm starting to hurt. Uh, like that's I can't Vanity stand in one spot. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't stand in one spot. I could run forever slowly, but I but I can run and be great. My feet feel great. Ankles feel great. Last forever. I cannot stand in one spot for a long time. It's it's painful. I did a workout recently and it was it was with dumbbells and it was like dumbbell uh power cleans and push press. And it wasn't taxing enough where you had to take a break. It literally was you just never moved stop like you never moved your feet. Like it was just there and you just kept on doing Oh like, yeah. And it was the weirdest thing ever. Like you got like 5 minutes in you're like I've not moved my feet one time. Like and imagine doing that you for 19 minutes like, just standing there. Dude, I, I can't. That, that stuff is – I don't like that stuff. You get like a weird like restless leg syndrome sort of – like I just yeah. need to move my feet. Yeah. Like I know I don't need to, but I need to. Yeah. That, yeah. It was the hardest thing of just not moving and taking a break just to kind of just feel like you moved once. It's like yeah. just going and going and going. It was weird. Um, yeah, I, I think Taylor or Andrea, if they had had the desire to go individual – would definitely be there and be fun to watch on different ways of doing it. Um, for different reasons I had, um, her name is Chloe Wilson, which, uh, 
she's been very, very close the last few years. Um, she made it in Z score this year. There you go. That's a good consolation prize. Um, I mean, sixth in 2018 at the regionals, South region, uh, and then a seventh, a sixth, a sixth in another last chance qualifier, and then finished 12th, one side, one place out this past year at the North America West semifinal. Gosh, she barely like, missed she is years in a row. Like, it's so terrible. Four, four really, right? Like it, the, the 2018 was five, I think. So, I mean, four years, she skipped 19 and 20, but four years of attempting and she's been missed the cut by one or two spots every single year. Like she is right there. So hopefully she doesn't give up and she can make it and then figure out what's holding her back. But it's just, she moved to Asia. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, a, that's an option, I guess. Um, China is a wonderful place. They're very nice to people over there. <laughs> Yeah, you just feel bad for somebody like that who's gotten that close year after year. And then it keeps coming back, right? Like a lot of these people, they they miss it three times in a row. Like, you know, you come back and keep trying. Um, speak she's to her. A, I feel like she'd be good at the games too. Like she's she's on the taller and heavier side, like heavier for the women, 155 um, and five foot six. So I yeah I I've, I've always thought she would be really good at the games. Um, yeah, she plus she's a firefighter. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So yeah, she's a firefighter. So you know she's good at weird stuff. Um, yeah, so rescue yeah, Randy. I, she'd kill it. Yeah. So um, I like it. Yeah, and it, it kind of you know I I when I was doing that post you know I thought of like Tia Wright, Andrea Ager. I think I ran across one of her posts actually, and I was like, hmm, like. She was always one of those that every year I was like, oh, Andrea Ager's on the, that cusp of making it, and then she never qualified. And so Andrea wouldn't have done well at the games, though. That's my thing. Like, yeah, right. Huh? E- either Tia? one. I mean, they're both. Um, they would have had their a few events where they've been fine, but you know, um, yeah. I mean, Andrea did well at, on the team. I think she was with. Christian Harris was that maybe yeah so um so yeah I mean those two uh, that's kind of what what made me think about that tweet was I ran across that and I was like oh I wonder what happened to her and then like she was one that I thought oh she was close to making it who 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 would be those top athletes um so that was pretty pretty cool uh Clydesdale Media here Chloe is straight up an awesome person too so hopefully um she can figure out a way to make it maybe next year. All right. We got one more segment for you guys. Um, if you watched, um, uh, get with the programming last week, was it, was it Monday or last week? I think it was um, this week. Yeah. The, the holiday got in my way. Um, of the four different types of events that chase and bill wanted to see for this year. Uh, and they threw out some interesting ones. I personally like the gladiators, um, the the pugil sticks and jousting. Them off. Yeah, jousting and knocking them off with the big Q-tips. Um, but we did our own. We only did two this time. We had short notice, but John had a great idea. Let's let's throw our own hat in the ring of what we would like to see. So, uh, 
John, since you kind of gave up the idea, what was one of yours that you would like to see okay. at the 2023 CrossFit Games? My first one, and I feel like you would just do this uh, one by one because it wouldn't take very long for every last leg to go. Um, and you just see everybody go, and then you'd have a high water mark, and everybody's score would get recorded. It's just an endless legless rope climb. So I don't know what contraption you would have to make it. Um, and not like, and like, it's where they stay at the same. They have those height. machines. Yeah, they have those machines, right. Yeah. So like, uh, and just everybody go, it's safe. It's not like you're actually climbing in the air. Um, and then you just go one after the other. And then I just, I just want to see who climb up a rope legless the most. Uh, I just think it'd be a fun thing, out of the box thing, games event to have. Obviously, it's a specialist event through and through, but it would just be fun to see. I wonder how you would offset that in the programming. Like, if you program that, what do you have to program to kind of like... It's the games. You get to program anything. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, you're definitely biased. Like, you're saying you're biasing a certain direction in that. What do you have to program to un undo that bias? You're absolutely right. I'll give another one just because I just thought of it. Uh, I would also like to see the Olympic total. You get... Um, three lifts in the snatch and you get three lifts in the clean and jerk. If you hit it, you get that number. If you don't, then you don't get that number, uh, but Man, you get that, three attempts. But... You don't, you don't think so. No, it, it would just take all day. That'd be the problem. But no. So that would be like a first event of the week. Kind of a thing where like, maybe you do a run or uh, you'll do, you'll do my first, my, my last one that I'm going to say when you guys do, you'll do that event first in the morning and then you'll do this event at night on thursday right it'll be the first day where it's okay that it takes a long time each session would be an hour the women's and the men's would be an hour that's how long olympic sessions take um one after the other and it would work just like the olympics so could you i guess i mean the olympics obviously it's a weight group weight category but you also have opening weights they have to put in so if you had them put in their opening weights Mm -hmm. You would be listed you, by your you could rank it, weight. You could rank it that way, right? So yep. the 10 lowest would have be session D and then work all work your way up to A. Right. Um, so who who's uh so like Jake Douglas would probably be the last guy to attempt his first attempt, right? Well he'd be he'd be in the last group. You can change it once you get there, but you'd have No, no, no. You you do your you list your opening that, weight. That's your opening weight. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying he'd be the list guy, the last guy to go for his opening weight. So, for instance, if uh, who's weak? Name a weak guy. Uh, I mean, if you're talking about the snatch, like Alex Kazan would be near the bottom. Okay, Alex Kazan. Alex Kazan would do her opening lift, and then some other girl would go, and then Alex Kazan would do her second lift, and then some other girl would go, and then Alex Kazan would do her third lift, and then Alex Kazan is done. Until right. the clean and jerk. Yeah, you right? work, you work your way up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you do it just like the Olympics. I like that one. Each, each session would take an hour. Um, yeah. The snatch would take an hour and the clean and jerk would take an hour. I know this from watching a lot of weightlifting yeah. competitions. So that would um, basically be four, eight, eight hours total, right? Because you'd have four groups of 10. There's no way you no, get no, through. No, 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 no. No, one group of 40, man. Just, just keep rolling them Roll out. Roll them through. Okay. Yeah. You never take weight off. No, you never take weight off. There's yeah. a back room. You have your coach. You, if you have 10 minutes, you know, hit a couple snatches at 150, um, 135. And it's, it's execution based. Uh, you know, Boz loves that. And if you don't, and if you want to go, it's kind of like, you got to be risky if you want to win it. Cause you get three attempts. That's it. 
and it's not under a clock. It's not like I missed it. I'm going to try to hit it again. Yeah. You go you out, one you got time. one attempt, and then you got to go back in the back room. Like, you work it just like the Olympics. Um, you could do that at night. On the, It would have to be a first-day thing because it would take a lot. It would take a lot of time. But, like, the guys would take an hour, and then the girls would take an hour. Um, yeah. No press you out. You have to have three, no three judges. Press out. You know, this is CrossFit. If you want to be that official, you can. I don't think you should. It is CrossFit. Um, it, we're not the Olympics. Knees so, on the ground is okay. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you have to stay on the platform. If you get off the platform, then that's yeah. it. no, it's no. But I, I don't think you have to do the press out rules because it's pretty, it's freaking it's CrossFit CrossFit rules. I say this all the time whenever um, at the uh, JY Barbell Club when somebody PRs <laughs> uh, when, so, when somebody when somebody PRs and and a lot of times like on a jerk they'll they'll jerk it and then they'll you know stabilize yeah right and then i'll be like counting crossfit i say it all the time because it does but it won't count on olympic lifting meet it's so dumb to me that it doesn't count in in olympics it's like you lifted 500 pounds from your from the ground over your head you're gonna say it doesn't count because my elbow bent some of the judging is 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 dumb but i get why the rules are there i do i get why the rules are there but it's the olympics too it's got to be clean but uh, <laughs> the yeah. the backstory would be cool, like seeing like in between lifts, you could see like, oh, Vellner's coach is like freaking out and like they're going to do this. And like, oh, uh, like I think Chase has has done one of these before. Like he's voiced. He's been the MC for something well, like this. Hasn't so he? If you I know Kenny Kane was one time at the American Open. Um, he's an OG guy from a CrossFit. I can't remember, but. He was one of the old um, Wadcast podcast guys, Kenny Kane. Well, and he he would talk about what was going on in the background. And it's like, that's a cool part, too, because you get to see what the coaches are doing and how the athletes are warming up. So, And you get, you get three – you get – go watch uh, an Olympic lifting meet. It's yeah. not because, because they, they go one after the other after the other after the other. Uh, like it's very yeah. – somebody's doing something at all times. Um, and then what's fun – is every athlete would get three changes. Um, so like their coach would be like, like Valner's going to go 275. Madero says 277. Valner's, we're not doing 275 anymore. We're going to go 278. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> Madero's goes, I'm going 280. Valner goes, I'm 281. Madero's like, I'm, I'm still doing 280. Like you got, you got games like that. And yeah. everybody has three changes. So like, if you want to, you want to be patient when you use your changes, you want to use it. You know what I mean? On your first lift, typically you want to save to the last lift. But like those are the games that are played in the back room a lot. I was gonna yeah. bring that up. Like there's a that takes a lot of strategy and experience to know how to train for that. It like, would be unfair for everybody because Matt would be back there on his team too. No, Matt Amy, would be back there Amy, for his team. Amy would be the right one. I'm telling it's I mean, not Amy, as bad as y'all think. If you got it, uh, or team, Amy, yeah. If you've done, if anybody's done an Olympic lifting meet before, I promise you it's not as bad as you think. I had five 40 year old women in an Olympic lifting meet, and everybody did great. Like, like, and everything was managed great. It's not as bad as you think. And I'm the yeah. guy telling the people the numbers, right? Uh, and changing it for them and all that with 40 year old women who freak out, who've never been part of anything. You know what I mean? And they're little, yeah, singles. but this like, would be, I promise you, it's not as bad as you think. There'll be some chaos in the back, especially because yeah. I think there's a lot of, I mean, the size of Olympic lifting is like 10 
athletes 10 12 right and so you have a big bunch of those especially on the women's side right like you get to the clean or the you know look at the snatch from semifinals they're all 185 to 190. Mm -hmm. like yeah. you'd have all i mean it'd be just be 185 185 185 and then like six women at 186 and then five at 187. that's how like, it is though that's a part of it like yeah, yeah. that's what i want that i want those delicacies how would you score it would you just say total yeah total yeah i mean so here's the thing you could do 50 points for the snatch and 50 points for the clean and jerk yeah, you or you could do total. 100 points for the total you know what i mean because yeah. sometimes 50 50 100 yeah, I wouldn't do that. I think that puts way too much of an onus on weightlifting. That's two hundred points for two hundred points for for one thing. I mean, I think you either go a hundred for the total, or you go fifty for the snatch and fifty for the clean and jerk. Because there are specialists out there, like typically, like Gee's still going to do great, right? I know Gee's not in it, but like if he was in it, he's still probably going to win both of them. But there are snatch specialists out there um, where they snatch twenty pounds less than their clean and jerk. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Like Kazan would do poorly in the snatch, but do much better in the clean and jerk. Right. Right. And and I mean, like, so you could. I would. I I would probably score it fifty points for both, because if you're strong, you'll be strong in both of them. But it takes a lot for somebody to be very efficient at both of them. For instance, like I I'm not very efficient at clean and jerk. I'm really strong, but my clean and jerk, my jerk is trash. Like the most I've ever cleaned and jerk is 350 and I can clean 395. Like it's, yeah, it's that's, that's so Belner, Belner would beat me in the clean and jerk and he deserves more points, even though in the snatch, I'm going to snatch more just because I'm stronger. Right. But I'm not efficient at both of them. So the, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I like the 50 points. There's also but, ways to make it powerlifting. Me I don't be powerlifting would be so boring, man. Only if yeah. you had powerlifting dudes there. Those are cool because those dudes are cracked out of their That's heads. the CrossFit total. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there are ways to make it visually more cool and like just a more cool experience. Remember that thing in Miami they used to do? It was like they would do it on a stage. The I think. Yeah. The no, not the, no, not that. It was like it was at somebody's barbell club, and it, they would basically throw a party, and like lights would be dim. I think Jimmy Woodard still does it, um, but they like they kind of make a party out of it, and so it would be cool to like maybe kind of have loud music for the fans and stuff, and it would cause chaos in the back. It's just like I don't know what he said. Like, did he say one eighty seven? I don't know. Uh, yeah, just throw down one eighty nine, and like kind of test it on that level too. Like, can you communicate with your coaching staff? Can you? Can you handle the stress of a loud environment? Because yeah. the worst thing, the worst thing about weightlifting events is that they're quiet. Yeah. And it's like, we don't want to see that. We want to have a good old fashioned in your box, throwing heavy weight over your head thing. Not yeah. Yeah. regulate. That is, that is the hardest part. Everything's That's quiet. And no, no, I get that. It, it wouldn't be as spectator friendly. Cause typically, I mean, you, they are quiet when you're lifting. They're supposed to be, it's kind of like golf. Yeah. yeah, no hell with that. This is CrossFit, man. Turn I get music you. up and scream. At I people. got you. I got you. It is different. I I don't. Yeah, I like the event. I'm just saying, music, like loud hype I'm, up stuff. If I'm on the team that's like creating the the overall event and the overall feel, what we want to feel like, I think that's what we do. We don't go towards the Olympic style. We go for like let's let's make this a party with heavy barbells in it. I like the event though. Do you have a, Do you have a strength one, Tyler, or should I go? Go ahead. 
All right. So I I wanted I like the strongman implement, but I I couldn't come up with something that would be that would make sense. So I said a max overhead squat for reps at 225, 165. So you have 30 set, you have like a reset at 30 seconds. So if you fail, you know, within the first 30 seconds, you can get it back up and then start over. Kind of like the handstand hold at Wadapalooza. There's no way you're getting it back up. 225? Say, say it again, 30 seconds. So, so like if, if you fail within the first 30 seconds, you could, you know, get it back. Oh, okay, okay. Start, o- see, start over again. Okay. Right, and start over. Right. Max but, overhead squats. But once 30 seconds hit, at, yeah, max overhead squats at 225, 165. But once you're at 30 seconds, you're locked in. That's you're your locked set. in. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, if you did like three and you and you failed, right, you just lost your balance. If you can get it back and start over again, you start at zero, but you can start to go over again. And tiebreakers are the speed at which you take to finish those number of reps. Yeah. I, li- I like this. I've I done this. Yeah. I've done You've 205. Done yeah. How I, many tried, I wanted to get 225 for 20. That was like my goal. What? Uh, and I Did didn't you do it? it. I got, I've got, I've gotten 18 before. Um, and, uh, what's funny is it's not your ability. It was, well, at least it was, I haven't done it in like a year, but it wasn't the ability to squat or like my midline breaking down my left, like shoulder, like just gave out, <laughs> like, like it just stopped working. And like, I would squat and it'd be like, like it, it would just give out. And, yeah. uh, and then it just went numb and like I stopped because my left arm wouldn't work anymore. Um, yeah. That's uh, but I mean, I'm sure if somebody can do 20 before. I remember Sam Dancer did 225 for 20 and I was like, I really want to, I think I can get to that. I really want to get to that. And I, the most I ever got was 18. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it was what 185, 125 for the 10 or 20 overhead squats in the down and back chipper each way. Um, so I figured it's the games increase at 225, 165. It's a better percentage for the women. And I think there are some people who do ridiculous numbers on that. I know. Like, I, I, mean, bet, I bet some people can get 30 plus. That'd be awesome to watch them. Just, I mean, imagine the crowd going crazy watching them and you count them all out. Um, I mean, I think Colton could do like 40, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it'd be interesting i'd be i wonder if they would if their bodies would fail them uh like how mine did mm-hmm. you know what i mean or if it was just because it wasn't a strength thing my arms just couldn't hold it anymore right i'd yeah. be curious if that was if that's how it is for them yeah i mean just the midline stab- stability shoulder stability that you need for 30 reps of that i mean the time under tension would be insane it's a good test it feels like there would something need to be like immediately after it because it's, it's not a very long test. Like you could test, like how many people would you present on the field at once? I think you'd only do like three or so four. Maybe. Okay. So you're, it's not a very long event. That would be kind of neat because then you could compare like reps and times um, across like with people. That'd be cool. Um, you know what number needs to be beaten. Right. Yeah. And so you would see what that, that is. And then, it, then it's for time, right? So like if everybody tie, if there's six people that tie at 20, who finishes those six or those 20 first, 20 faster than the others. Right. 
right? So there's an element of speed in there, execution, strength, accurate, you know, kind of accuracy. Do you think this hurts people more than like the people who do good, like it punishes them more? Oh, you're you're getting into that oh. AMRAP mentality, what Rich says. I know what you're talking about. Like, because if you get 50 reps, it's like, if wow. somebody does like, like, and like literally just murders their self to do, let's call it 40 reps. And then somebody just gets 10. Well, they get, and then, they and get three points. It, I know, but they, they're fresher for the rest of the game. I, I, I wonder, do you think, that's bad I don't or think not. Overhead squat is that is that detrimental? It might be detrimental neurologically though. Like that many still, reps, like if somebody yeah. really takes it to the limit on it. I mean, they did that. I think they did that somewhat on the sandbag when they you know, those four guys that hit the three forty. I mean, that was taxing. I mean, it's the same thing as a lot, you know that type of thing. I mean, somebody that bowed out at two ninety save themselves five, six attempts. Yeah. Super heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, my position on this is if you did use Z score, you would get so much more rewarded for it that it would be worth the the fatigue on the other side, um, which allows you to program AMRAPs more, but yeah, it is a gamble. Like, do you want to program that as someone who's running the games? I don't, I like it. Um, but, I don't know that. I'm just trying to think of something different that was a strength versus just a one rep max um, that kind of had that uh, that element. Yeah. Uh, what did you have, Tyler? Uh, so it's like I get into philo- philosophical, like what, what, how do I think this stuff <laughs> should go versus how does, like, what would we <laughs> likely see this year? Uh, like, so what do you want to hear more? Do you think? How, how, oh my gosh, Tyler! Just what, what did you? What event do you well, want to see at the games? Just, just. <laughs> I want to see more gymnastics. Like I don't have a strength. Well, one. I, I give me an event. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to do a strength one. I think we see enough strength. I think we we dominate towards the strength side, and so I want to see a more gymnastic, uh, proficient um, thing. It's just hard. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> just a floor routine. Like, I said in. the endless rope climb one. Y'all didn't really like it. No, I like it's just so like it seems so specific, doesn't it? I mean, some events what? are specific. They have a biking event, they have a running event. Those are very specific. That's events. true. And that I, that's the problem with gymnastics, is it's hard to program something that's like well, this 30 ring just... muscle ups for time. That's a great event. It's yeah. a very specific event. Um, you know, we could see like a gymnastics medley, like things that might, I, I think that would be cool. I don't have like a specific set of things that I think we should do, um, like muscle ups and then handstand stuff, maybe um, stuff that like shows an overall prowess that is weighted as heavy as just a one rep max lift. We see one rep max all the time or some sort of heavy lift all the time. It's so dominated in multiple events, but we don't see that sort of prowess in gymnastics. Um, We got a little closer last year, but it was still like work capacity. You know what I mean? And we're getting there with like the, the handstand hold, right? Like Mm -hmm. how long, but those scores were so terrible. (laughs) Some were. Some were. I mean, most were. Are you good at holds, Tyler? Yeah. 
I, I think I've held for, but it's like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a games athlete and I can hold. No, I know, but you, you, whatever you're good at, that's what you want to see more of. Well, it's just that I see, it's like, I can't get stronger. And then I see that if I were at the games, I would be screwed because it's like strength is, it's not, you know, it's not three quarters of it, but it's like, you know, this is a good 25% of the games test strength. And it's not, you don't get the same thing with gymnastics prowess. So that's what I want to see. Um, what does that look like? I don't know. I've, I've thought about trying to program this before. Like, how do you, how do you program like 30 ring muscle ups? But you guys, I mean, you guys got my spiel on the ring muscle ups. Ring muscle ups are played out. Played out? What do you mean? Yeah, we just, we, it's like, you know, handstand push ups, handstand walk. Like, we just lean on those so heavy. And it's like, why don't we have other movements that we're doing? Well, it's another movement you want to do. I've, I've talked about doing backwards rolls. I've talked about doing uh, back up rises. Like, just I think like, we would rip their shoulders out of place if we started doing those like really bad. If we did it overnight, yes. But if we if we gave people a year to like, hey, this is coming. No, I like think regular it. people would try to do it though, and and rip. So many injuries would happen <laughs> from that. You the, the just got on. Go ahead. The problem is we have that. It'll be one of those like skills tests where it's thrown on them the night before. Or the day of, like, oh, here's what you're going to do. Good luck. Yeah. They never give everybody a warning like that. Right. And and that's what I don't like is, like, if you had a whole year to work towards, like, getting a backwards uprise, stuff like that, gridly. It's What if you had, like, a tower you had to go up? A tower. Well, like, like, like so, like, you did, you had to do a ring muscle up, and then there's a step. You got to get on that step, and then you've got a bar muscle up your way up this step, and then rope climb up a rope, and you just climb this tower to the top of the tower. <laughs> and it's just a bunch of different gymnastics things to get up there. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to say, like, like the last climb, thing Ninja Warrior. Rock climb would be cool to throw on that. That'd be neat. You know what I mean? But, like, just, just a whole bunch of different things. You got to get to the yeah. tower top of the tower ring the bell it's like the last it's like the yes it's like the last thing in ninja warrior but more crossfitty like on the third floor you had to do four you know five deadlifts at 315 or something like that you know know what i mean like just there's just a crossfit kind of construction more gymnastics 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 course would be cool like do you had to do (laughs) you got to do 10 ring muscle ups and then you you proceed forward and you have to do like a uh, 300 foot handstand walk and then you proceed forward and then you have to do like another thing that'd be that'd be pretty neat like a gymnastics um, burden run yeah yeah that'd be pretty neat and like then burden that, run but just gymnastics events the one things. that i really kind of want to see and i'm just going to go jump to my second one is um on the endurance side i've always wanted to see if you've watched the the video at Rich's house where he had like a bunch of people there, like Jen Smith was there. Camille was there. Katrin was there. And they went like on a hike in the middle of the woods overnight. I've always thought it camping with the, uh, they had that military guy, right? Yes. Groups or whatever. Yeah. And I would just say like, you need to give the athletes like a general direction and be like, you need to get to this place. And it's like, 15 miles from here and we're not telling you how to get there. And in between is like where they can run, where they can swim. And then like, maybe they could find a bike or something. I don't know, but it's like, they, 
I think it would be cool if they didn't have to swim. Like if they, they could take a gamble and be like, I can run around the pond. It's going to, it might take me longer, but I'm a terrible swimmer. So it's like, I have to take this gamble versus like, I might just get in the water, like stuff like that. Just general direction and go. Um, it'd also be cool to see people completely lost on the map. I don't disagree with you, but then it's like, are they fit or are they just lucky? Yeah. Because there's going to be one route that's just faster. Um, like it just is. And the people that chose that route, smart guy, you know, they can be smarter, but does that mean they're fitter? Like they're, they just kind of got lucky. <laughs> no, they would die. <laughs> Somebody would get lost for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, and that's what I want to see is like, is Brooke Wells off in the woods somewhere. Like now, if you could, if could do it though, be Sydney, like Sydney. Sydney Wells if would you, be lost somewhere. It, <laughs> If you had GPS and you could watch a map of all these little dots, <laughs> like, all like spreading out, and see yeah. one go the opposite yeah. direction. Now I was just talking about like the Hunger Games, just put them in a thing and just so say battle to the death. Because Chase can be sitting there and be like, "Man, uh, this guy is way off the map." <laughs> hey, Hunger Games, Hunger Games. Who would you? Who would win? Hunger Games, guys and girls. Hunger Games style. Roman. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Absolutely. That's so great. It's great because it's true. <laughs> Roman and Arthur so would be number one too. Oh man, that would that would be yo. You're so right. All right for the for the for the women, I can't. I have no argument at all. <laughs> There's else. Are there um, any good woodsy guys from the from the North America? I mean, I, I feel like the Canadians are. have to be a little like that. Yeah, you th- I, you think I'd be I'd be hype on Jason? I'm hype on Jason all the time. He's dying in the Hunger oh, Games. Yeah. He's dying so <laughs> fast. Martin's, Martin's would be, I think would be all right. Yeah, Colton be good. I don't think he's being Ch- Roman though. Chandler, Chandler, Chandler is a good one. Chandler will be good on the uh, on, on navigating his way back 15 miles. Oh, yeah. Man. All right, and then for the women, <sighs> Laura makes me feel good for some reason. Clip that. <laughs> there's, there's nobody that stands out like the men do. No, is 100% Roman by a long shot. Mm. Like he's wiping out half the field in the first day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John, what's your? Yeah. Do you have a second one? Yes. So my second one is endurance. Endurance one. It would be. So uh, I'm. I think Henshaw had this idea. So I'm gonna give him credit before I, I steal it. But uh. I think he came up with this first, or I'm interpreting something that he did come up with. But you had all of the athletes, so you just would run um, one heat, 40 guys, 40 girls, not not together, so they, they'd be each have their own heat, but uh, all on a track. Um, if you want to make the track bigger, you can. I don't know if Rogue can do that, but like to fit 40 people. <laughs> Rogue can but, do anything. And then – Two two hundred meters. Every two hundred meters, so the last person gets cut. So it's so, going to end up being. Um, it's like a beep 8, test, but two hundred meters. But there's yeah. no kind of going back. It's an eight thousand meter run, eight k run, right? So that's how many run? Well, four and a half miles. I mean, five miles. It's like it's a five mile run essentially. Yeah. Five mile run, every two hundred meters the last play person gets cut. So you can run slow and then sprint, 
or you can just take off. Like, like if Ricky wants to run a 430 mile and just get a little bit of a lead on everybody yeah. and then just chill, there's no rules other than you can't throw somebody down. Um, 200 meters, last person gets cut every single time. It would be a little bit, and they're chipped, so the chip, we're going off the chip as far as who gets cut. Uh, it'd be a little bit of chaotic at first. Uh, they'd have to figure out logistics. Um, Dave, I'm going to Yeah, how do you pull them about. out? So, Dave, I know tough. you're another avid listener, Dave Castro. Um, <laughs> you need to figure out that, how to work that with 40 that, people. Uh, what, I've, what I've been told is that was one of the things he said in Columbus is how to work that out. So that yeah, specific he, event that that was that was what he was doing is there you, you go know, there you go get, down uh, if you're yeah. still listening have a listener down he was yeah. on like 50 minutes ago uh, oh like an hour 30 minutes ago <laughs> um the uh but so maybe you go heats of 10 and then when it gets to five people the last five then you're then you're you're safe for the next round and then you'll just go until like you'll just do it again and then it'll be 20 people on the last one Maybe you do some or like four and then the you know top four or four heats and then it's sixteen people or something like that. I actually think that would probably so, work a little bit better. Um so I ha I have a very similar format. And then, yeah. And then I don't know if uh I almost want to make the people who got eliminated, you have to run um and be four hundred meters like every minute thirty seconds. Or not maybe that's too fast every two minutes it's just it's just something that makes you keep doing something so if you're eliminated you then you have, have to, to run go. uh like two minutes two minutes you have after. to finish it yeah you have to run until it's done so you don't have to run eight thousand meters because they're obviously running faster than you but you have to run until the i think 8, you have to finish i think you have to finish the full eight thousand meters it doesn't matter how long it takes oh you. no oh no i want them to run slow and be eliminated I want them then to like everybody knows this is the eliminated forward. circle. Yeah, uh, they, they just, no, but they have to run on the outside or whatever. Yeah, they have to run yeah, on the outside. So to You've been banished. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, and 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 you don't have to you don't have to run fast, but you have to hit that. You have to hit it. The, your chip needs to hit that marker every two minutes. So it's not like you have to still trot. Everybody can trot however long it takes for, for forty minutes, right? Because that's what five miles. If you don't. Take. You got it. Then you're out. You're gone. Cut from the games. Yep. So. Or or they do this as like once everybody's cut and it's like an event with the top 20. Right. And um, and then you can still implore the last thing. Because Ooh, I like this. The seven circles of hell. So you get you get kicked out a circle every time you make <laughs> that last circle you're out of the games. I like this. This is cool. No, I don't know like that. No, you get banished to the outside and then you, your chip your chip has to be. It still has you know it's got to go off every two, at least before the two minute cutoff. And I mean it would take a lot, but I think if if logistically could pull it off, I think it would be so exciting, such an exciting event. Um, and it's just people running around a track. It would cost nothing. It's just people running around a track. It just logistically, everything would have to be buttoned up to it. Right? I like this from the fantasy side too, because it, then it's literally a horse race. Yes, so yes. So you can have all 100%. kinds of bets. And oh, it's not man. like, oh, Ricky's going to win because he's the best runner. Right? right. It's not. It's not necessarily like that. They could get to the next, the last like six, and then. Five of those guys might just They're be all game in each other, or just sprint. Yeah. They just sprint him 
And yeah. it's done. It's not like he just holds a better pace. It's all 200 yeah. meters. And I think you'd have different strategies too. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. some people just run a really hard first mile and get a lead. I think there'd be a main group, like a Peloton, if you will, of runners. Uh, where Until it starts run, getting close. Yeah, to you. just run real slow. And so you get 50 meters there, then everybody sprints. And then you run real slow again. Like mm-hmm. I think I can see a lot of people doing that. Um, and then you just always got that outside circle of all the people that got abandoned, all the, all the losers yep. and they just have to watch, they get front row seats <laughs> to the event as they run in their slow 400 meters. And I, I like, as a visual, I think that would be so much fun. So we are very Listen, similar. You need to lift more. I know you make fun of me for lifting too much, but <laughs> So this morning, uh, concept Two put out a, I think it was a tweet that said like, what, what erg would you like to see programmed at the games? And what I said to that this morning was, um, have you checked lane eight? No concept two is different. <laughs> right, they, right, right, they, right. They have official <laughs> events. I said a four, a four K into a 40 K bike erg. 4k run no biker or oh like the like so the, it's like the like half the marathon like, like the half, half marathon, marathon row yeah row where it was oh, a 2k man, into like it. a blast so it, again it's not a spec 4K it's not, a little too much though why it's the same as a 2k it's different it hits your body different it's i get i get i get i get yeah. what you're saying so how fast can you do a 4k on a bike? biking is it's much different than, than how a, fast would you lower. do a how fast would you do a 4k? I, I mean, six minutes, six minutes. Yeah. I mean, it'd be I mean, similar. It'd be similar yeah. times. I'm just telling you how it hits your body is much different. Your quads. Yeah. Um, like, well, it's, it's like, cause you can sprint a bike very, very, very hard for, for 2000 meters. Uh, like, like almost like hundred percent capacity. You, uh, and but once you can't, once you cannot do that sprint, it's like way different than a 2K row. Because a 2K row, you're, I mean, you're pushing the pace on a 2K row basically the whole time. Um, it's just different. I don't know. I, I, like, I it like it though, because you can. I like, like it though. Yeah. If you're, so, but, if you're like Griffin, like you know, you're not going to win that 40. So just win the four. Yeah. Right. That, I know that, Griffin's that, not going to the games, but that, uh, an athlete like him. So that was my morning workout that I that I had come up with. Then when John brought up, let's talk about this, I came up with something different that's more John style. And that's okay. still on the biker because I wanted to keep yeah. that. But no, I, I love I love I love that um event. Four K is probably the right distance now that I think about it. It's just um I don't think it would hit the same as a two K rower like on the lungs. No, but your legs would be fried and you're like, I got thirty six thousand more of these yeah. things to do. It'd be way um, more muscular. So I kept with the biker. I did an elimination style just like you, John, but it was every 1000 meters. Somebody got cut. So you have the big monitor after up. the 4k. No, this is a separate, this is a different thing. So I oh, came up with that, but then I came up with, it's kind of like a two a two B. So that was one of my thoughts this morning, replying to concept two. And then when you asked the question, I came up with something different and that is elimination style. I've always wanted to see that of, Every thousand meters, somebody gets kicked off the back. Oh, I like so, that so much better. Uh, because you know how hard that first one K is going to be. 
right. that first that first one thousand meters <laughs> is going to be so hard. Yeah, um, and, they're going to kill all, themselves, and then, and then what do you do? Like a, as a, it'll hit a breaking point, like around yeah. like five k, everything will slow down, and then yeah. it will be endurance. But that yeah. it won't until five k, and then it, right. and then it's holy cow. That that would be interesting, but it's like the athletes don't they can't see each other, so it's blind. No, because they no, have the, that those monitors. The marathon road Even with that. the monitors, you can't really focus on it that great. Like there's so many people, so it's like the only thing you're watching for is that I'm not last, and yeah. so you're just freaking out the whole time. And and <laughs> yeah. there's just a point where you're like, I'm not going to be able to go anymore. I'm done. But if you're Roman, like if like if you say you're a guy that's really good. Right. Yeah. On the bike. If him, he's like, okay, I'll just hold a hard pace for 10 K and then uh, I'll see where I'm at. And then kind of play games after that. Like it won't be chaos for him because he'll just do a hard 10 K and then, and then it's endurance after that. If there's not any sprinting or, you know, killing people after, after that point. You know John, what, what do you think about this? That the heaviest guy has a massive advantage on the biker. Not for not long distance. Yeah. No, I think it's different than like the rower or a ski erg. Like it's a different animal. It's not unwatchable. Echo bike, I would agree. But yeah, forty thousand meters. I think that's like a, a big guy advantage out. Yeah, it's like an eighty-minute workout, probably. Maybe Don't get me bit. wrong. Like the first like five k are probably all going to be like the littlest guys. Like Colton's yeah. probably getting last on that because it's yeah. literally just who can pump the bike the hardest. Yeah. And, and, and those that it is an advantage for the first five k, but then after that, endurance takes over. I'm sorry, there will be a breaking point with that, where then it's right. just endurance and what what pace can you hold, mm-hmm. and and instead of just power output. And, um, and every, every two minutes you'd have a race basically. And that will be who can recover the best too, which is mm-hmm. all endurance. And, it, and it's computerized, so there's no question about who crosses first or, you know, like, right. It's, they're all calibrated. It, it, it highlights whatever the last person is you kicked off. And then like to John's point, it was like, you still need to complete the 40,000 meters. So you have another row of bikes in the back, go and finish your, finish your 40,000 meters, um, in a certain <laughs> amount of time. Right. You still, you don't get, you don't get out of it. You don't just do a thousand meters and then not I like it. You still have to do something, but you could, you could do uh hold a 135 to 145 pace, and that's it. That'd be rough what? for 40,000 meters. No, 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 just uh, who can hold it the longest. Oh, yeah, that the commonality, but not knowing where everybody is, that would take that out. So, yeah. like, you just hold 135, 145. The second your bike hits 146, there's a big red buzzer that goes off. <laughs> and then, then you're out. Right? Trap door. You fall through the floor. No, yeah, not trap door, but yeah. big red buzzer <laughs> over your head. Um, uh, 135 to 145. I, I think that rewards, though, the, the strength athletes, like the, the fast switch. All the, at the end? I mean, I don't know how long they would last. Like, how, how long could you go at a 135 pace or 145? I don't know. Uh, I've never tried it. I don't know. It I think they'd be better at terrible. it than I would, though. But so, like, so yeah. like, I think their fitness would would overtake any power that I have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where I think I could make ten people on the one k elimination. Yeah. Um, 
and then and then my endurance would lead to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's interesting, the commonality between both of you is that it's it's it, it's brute like longevity almost for even like with the overhead squat. It's like besides the besides the the total, everything has been like how much can you do, which they tend to not program that way. Like you're both saying, you're this both is what saying I want. Like, it's not right. what I think will happen. But it's funny because it's like we don't we don't do that at all, and it's like the the fix is you have to finish the forty or you have to finish the run. Um, but it's like you know. It goes back. It harkens back to the style of programming with, with Dave, of like, let me see what your body is physically capable of lasting. Mm-hmm. Whereas, Boz is more. Let me see what you're physically capable of in your skills. Um, right. Yeah. So that's it's just yeah. an interesting note. I've, I've, I've always, always wa- I've always wanted a death by. Yeah. Like, I've always wanted a true death by. When I when we saw the swim, ski last year, that's what I thought we were getting. Like, and it, it wasn't right. It ended up being just whatever right. the last two were. I thought, I thought they're just going to keep going. Like how long can you go and finish the number of calories you needed? And then it stopped after rounds eight and they were done. Um, so that was kind of my thought is that's where I was kind of going with that was it's kind of a death by it's, it's survive outlast the other person and just stay ahead of them. Um, right. And make them, make them fight for it. So, uh, like the snatch event at Rogue that one year for the 95 pound snatches, y'all remember that? And Belner beat everybody by like 15 reps. I think Sam mm-hmm. Briggs beat everybody by like 30 reps because they didn't know where oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, like that was super fun, and it was just 95 yeah. pound power snatches. But this time, you would know where people are, it's right. not like, like they didn't know where everybody was. Yeah, yeah. I've always uh, what I like about both of your events is they're they're very simple. Like you just need to survive. Um, and to me, CrossFit loses it when it makes complicated workouts. Like, well, you got to do this for so many reps and that for so many reps, and it's like, no, just sit on a bike and make sure you don't get slow, and see if your legs are fitter than everyone else. Your legs and your lungs are fitter than everybody else. It, it's like there's this. I've always said it's like the schoolyard, like, can you pick up this rock? You know, can you pick up two rocks now? Can you pick up three rocks? Like very basic. Anybody who, who's walking down the street can be like, Oh, I get that. That guy's better. Cause he lasted longer. Right. And it's like, that's, you know, we have these ways that we do things that I, I think aren't the most enjoyable to people who don't know the sport. And it's like, it'd actually be more enjoyable for the people who do know the sport. <laughs> You just want to see how much someone could do. Yeah. 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 And you yeah. just focus on those. You'd have like three cameras of those last three people and tell them which three to go to and watch them fight for that, you know, when they hit that 1K and then go shift to the next one. I mean, you keep two of the three would stay on, right? Because they're sure, still probably yeah. nearing elimination, but can they go outpace somebody next? Um, yeah that's the key is is for any of these events is where watching the people who are about to fall off you have your your camera crew has to be on that like if your production crew's not on it you're gonna miss it totally yeah for the people who are at home but you have the concept to 
monitor that has all that. Right. And so right. it's, it's easy to see um, and put a camera in their face and watch them just grind it. So what, what would y'all think? This event just pops in my head. I know, I know I'm going up on tangents. <laughs> what, what would y'all think of this event if they did um, every minute on the minute? So it'd be a short event, every minute on the minute. Okay. 10 wall balls. Let's go 15 wall balls, 15 wall balls with 10 pounds. And then for the men. Yep. And then after two minutes and the women, after two minutes, it's 15 wall balls at 20 pounds. After two minutes, it's 15 wall balls at 30 pounds. After two minutes, it's 15 wall balls at 40 pounds. At two minutes, it's 15 wall balls with 50 pounds. And There's no go, way you well, can do it. Okay, well, then it would end at 40. But it would, it, and then you go, you go until the last man's done. It would be I, like 12 It minutes, needs It needs tweaking, but I like done. the idea. It needs a tweak, but I like yeah. the idea. Or, or you can go, <laughs> you can go 15 wall balls. Uh, tw- keep it 2014, just what we normally do. Okay, not even heavy. Um, 15 wall balls a minute for two minutes, and then after the two minute mark, it goes to 11 foot, and you just have to hit this like line that they just uh, hologram. Raising the bar would be after two cool. minutes, <laughs> it'd be 12 feet, and after two minutes, it'd be 13 feet. After two minutes, it'd be 14 feet. They're just and chunking then you just, it as hard as they can. You You don't like what? Colton. You don't like Colton. Yeah. This is not a Colton event. I, won't, um, <laughs> uh, I think it'd be really cool to see, though. You know what I mean? I mean, one, they're both a little power output, so you could do it however you want to. But, and like with the height, that's repeatable. You could do that in your gym. I like events that you could do in your gym. You know what I mean? Where the people can compare themselves to games athletes. Like, because you're always going to have this guy that's freaky at wall balls, right? And then, um, you get the, it would you, get so high, you would have to start throwing it backwards. There's no row, way you could do it forward. Well, here's the thing. You'll get less rest because it's every minute on the minute, and 15-foot wall balls take a little bit longer than 10-foot wall balls. Like, you get less and less rest. <laughs> it would build where they couldn't do it. I don't think it would get as high as you think. Go ahead and mark 15 feet and then do 15 wall balls and tell me how. I don't think my gym's tall enough. How long it would take. Go to, go to a side of the building. Just just measure something and do it. It's not that hard. I, um, I remember when we had outweighed. I remember when your mic Austin. Awesome. <laughs> you repeat it, Brian? You we, lo- we lost you. Now we can't hear you. We can see your mouth moving, but we can't hear you. <laughs> what? Okay, now we can hear you. Can you hear yeah, me now? Yeah. Uh, okay, something happened with my internet. We can, um, we can hear you. No, R- Rudy at Outlaw Way did that. Like he measured how fast the ball, like how long the ball would be in the air versus how long you squat. And like technically, <clears throat> you could be faster as a short person because the gravity was faster. Right. The wall ball coming down, but you just weren't as good at them because you got more tired. It's but yeah, so you could do that and see how long it would take for a wall ball to come down after 15. You don't think feet. that would be a fun event though, just to see? Oh, it would be, and it's short, yeah. it's 12 minutes. Like, you're not getting further than I don't think you get that far. I really don't, yeah, because again, it's 15 wall balls every so. What's 15 wall balls is like about 30 seconds, right? 
Mm-hmm. It's less so than at first, it's very easy, right? But so if you go the 30 pound, 40 pound, 50 pound way, I don't think people are doing 40 pound wall balls 15 in a row. I just don't think they're going to make it. You know what I mean? Not after, not after that volume, no. No. And say the women start at like eight and then 10, 16. I mean, you can put, do it however you want to do it. Or 14. Yeah, I don't know. However you want to do it. You can do it however you want to do it. But with the height, uh, 30 seconds would be 35 seconds for 12 feet would be 40 seconds for 13 feet, 14 feet. And then like you've done, you've done 120 wall balls and now you have to do 15 wall balls at 15 feet. <laughs> I don't think it's going to, people aren't going to go forever. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I think 15 feet is at the 10 minute mark. John, this is why it's good that you and I are in the same gym. Cause I would totally do this stuff <laughs> and then we'd both hurt ourselves. Matt, you gotta you gotta catch up, man. We got uh, got a biker one. Followed that. I wait um, for this wall ball one, Mike. It's gonna, float, Matt. It's gonna <laughs> blow your socks off. All right. Uh, I don't have anything else. No, <laughs> we covered it all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good show. Uh, we did find out if you were watching uh, or catching up that there will be a cut to twenty athletes after Saturday. He didn't say anything about cutting down to 30, though, right? It was just the 20. Somebody in the comments said cutting to 30 at the end of Friday. I saw that. I didn't I I like, follow confirm, up and find but that. Somebody said it like, like they heard it yeah. somewhere. But yeah. for sure, 20 at the end of Saturday. Yep. You know that's a Dave call. You know that's not a Bosman call. I don't know. They cut last year. Yeah. My guess is it has something to do with the, the events that are yeah, being I, there, I the timing that. and making sure everything gets done. So there's something going to happen Sunday. They're like, logistically wasn't going to work. Yeah. So boxing. Um, but other than that, you can't have 40 people boxing. Yep. There's a question on the grips. We know we're cutting down to 20. Um, the proven women are two of the women that should have been, should have been able to compete at the individual games or we wish it, they should have been able to, um, and yeah, a couple of good workouts that maybe Boz will listen to one day. Also, an avid listener, uh, Adrian Bosman. Yep, very. Yep, listens every time. He just, doesn't, he just doesn't comment. So, Roman wins the Hunger Games. Those are the takeaways. Yeah, Roman wins the Hunger Games. Yeah, I would root for Emma Carey so hard in the Hunger Games. She'd be Katniss for me. Um, she's the one who. She's the. She's the girl who hides. Like you don't see her for three days. Hold on, she I'm gonna. The tree. I'm gonna look at the games women field and just. Keep I, my I think. Does Danielle win Hunger Games? No. No, she gets in a fight too much with somebody and then dies because she's. You in gotta too be. Many you fights. gotta be social. Everybody would kill her first. Emma <laughs> uh, Carey lives based on attrition. She just loves everybody else. Kill her. Is one of the first ones to die. <laughs> man, um, man in Anganes. There you go. I'm going to say Amanda Barnhart. I'll go with Manon. Who are the Aussie women going? <laughs> Emily DeRoy, Jamie Simmons. Yeah, Kelly people don't know. The Aussie, yeah. the Aussie women. One of the Aussie women. They, they, their entire life walking outside. Would you pick is, Tia if Tia was there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. 
Ricky be a good one. You, uh, Ricky's not beating Roman. That dude, <laughs> Don't Roman. Dude, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's a good way to end it. I wish we could put it in the computer and like and like just see what happens. A, a simulation. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, Ellie Turner. That's a good call. Seema. Yeah. She would have Justin protecting her. Justin would, would kill all killed. the women so <laughs> Ellie Turner could win. And then that's probably what would happen. I think that's what that's what I'm calling. Yeah. Ellie Turner <laughs> would win. Because Justin would kill all the women. Unless Amanda could get him. I don't know. Amanda might be able to. Okay. Hi. All right, guys. Okay, bye.